And yeah. so welcome everybody who's joining us on Instagram. It's always wonderful and exciting for me to see all the people pour in on our Instagram lives and your comments and your heart emojis. We really appreciate them as well as our, our crew here joining us live on, on Zoom. If you're on Instagram, we want to let you know that we also have a live Zoom chat and board that we have um, during the podcast. And we welcome everybody to please join us on Zoom if you get the chance. Um, the chat board here is a little more live and active. We're more easily able to respond to questions and comments here. And um, we'd love to be able to see your face. So uh, please join us on Zoom. You can find that bhaktacenter.org slash online. And uh, um, you can find a Zoom link there. Or you can email us at prayerrevolution at bhaktacenter.org. And we will hook you up. And uh, this is the Prayer Revolution. We're here. We are ready to roll. Vera Bhajra will lead us in a morning prayer. Um, and then we will spend the next ensuing minutes just discussing um, what it means to, um, and whether it's in times of crisis, in times of joy, in times of confusion, in times of peace, to not forget that um, we are spiritual beings living in a material world. And if we're going to navigate this successfully, we got to remind ourselves at every moment um, that we're not alone and that uh, divine guidance will um, bring us further in the right direction than we ever could in our own own mentality because my best thinking got me here and it's not going to get me out ain't that the truth beautiful dj yeah love love the intro love how you set the mode set the mood and, and set the tone and, and i'm grateful to be with you guys i'm with you a hundred thousand percent beautiful. and so those of us that are um those of us that haven't come in and prayed and, and, and uh, connected with us in this way before, just take a, a moment right now. You can find a comfortable seat. And we are about to go into a practice of connecting our individual consciousness, our individual self, soul, with our beloved Lord, with divine consciousness, the source of, of everything that exists. So we are reconnecting individual self with the universal self, with our divine Lord, many names, many forms, comes at many different times, many different traditions, one God, one, one divine source. And so connecting like that universally to that truth. You can find that comfortable seat, start to connect to your breath and get into a space of receiving, receiving divine grace in our lives right now. You can put your palms together, that feels resonant, comfortable for you. I'm getting ready to receive and I'll share a few words and just setting an intention for yourself right now spiritually what is it that you're seeking how are you looking to reconnect in your life how are you looking to be in the moments that follow what is it that you're seeking and knowing that as we pray together today that we are watering that spiritual intention we're nourishing that spiritual intention and it will come to be, will come to be in our lives. My dear Lord, I don't wanna just live for this life. I wanna live for future generations. I want my life to be used to pave the pathway for others. I want my life to be used to help to bring spiritual wisdom, truth, love, compassion, your grace into the lives of others, not just this lifetime, but for generations to come. Let me have that vision that I'm just a part of something so much bigger than myself, so much bigger than this one lifetime. 
and that my life can be dedicated to contributing to that big picture that brings joy, that brings life and light, and love, spiritual connection, connection with you to so many people, the people that are right around me now and the people that will come after me in the future. Help me to have spiritual maturity. Help me to recognize that everything in my life is happening like a school of love, these lessons that are coming into my life to help me to love unconditionally, to help me to move beyond the constructs of my ego that place so much conditioning on connecting with you spiritually and sharing your grace and sharing love with all the people that come through my path in my life. Help me to see that every moment is part of that bigger plan. Every single moment of my life is part of my soul's journey returning home. And that all of those feelings that I feel throughout my life, the tingling inside of my heart, the frustrations, the challenges, the joy, all those different feelings that I feel inside of my heart, that in some way, my soul is calling out to reconnect with you. In some way, they're leading me back to you. Let's see this world as one beautiful school of love. And let's see all the experiences that we're having as opportunities for us to reconnect with you. Please give us the courage to see life in that way, to live our life day by day with that vision seeing that you're with us always, and that you're guiding us every step of the way. Let's bring your grace, let's bring your compassion, let's bring your love into every moment of our life that follows. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Thank you so much for your... Oh, thank you, Barbara. Just appreciate it. Okay. Share yeah, a little from the heart. Keeping me connected. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I was just, just imagining just kind of like a spiral, you know, like the maybe, you know, the same prayers and the same words that they, um, they get richer and richer and have more meaning as life goes on. You know, just the, the simple kind of, um, yeah, the, the simple basis of of spiritual truth, you know, that life is, is this designed plan for each of us individually to reawaken spiritually, that it's this incredible, yeah. unique design plan for each and every one of us to reconnect spiritually and to, and basically facilitating our journey toward our ultimate destination, our journey home, mm. our journey, you know, back into an eternal loving relationship with with the divine yeah and so just uh yeah seeing that that cyclical kind of nature of life and of prayer and of relationship and just of, of all the different elements of life you know just seeing like actually yeah let me let me be in this cycle let my prayer even if i said the same prayer every single day let it go deeper you know if i mm. had the same meditation each day let it go deeper if i had the same relationships let them go deeper like yeah. Let me bring more of that God consciousness, that spiritual consciousness into my experience of life and let it be a, let it be a cycle. It doesn't have to be something new and 
this, you know, every day, got a, a new plan, a new dream, a new vision, a new this, mm. actually just to, to be in this cycle, to be in this process and to, um, yeah, to be able to go deeper in it. Mm. And so, yeah. People are loving it. Uh, just sharing some of the love coming in. Our good friend Ananda came in. It was like, Vera, that was such a beautiful prayer. Our good friend Bob out in out in Philly area um, was saying thank you. I needed that, you know what I mean. And 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 on Sunday I have I have a Sunday morning online sangha group that I'm a part. Of. I'm a part of a few sangha groups actually. This 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 week I'm realizing that my wife and I are launching two two groups that we're doing. One is an intro to bhakti group, and one is a another community group. And um, so after this week, I'm going to be part of five groups. Wow. Yeah, Jeff, I got one with Jeff. I got one just on the Zoom board I'm seeing. I got Vivian on Sundays, Trisha I got on Mondays, Jeff I got on on Fridays. So uh just I think everybody's keeping keeping themselves busy. Um mm. but um uh so one of the groups that I have on Sunday mornings, we were talking about um you know, there were two things that came up, two two people, two people who are who are bhakti yogi practitioners and they were asking some questions, you know, about like one was asking something about surrender, somebody else is about, you know, about feeling God's presence and will in your life. And, you know, they're, they're all questions that we ask regularly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and one person even said, it's like, I feel like, you know, I should know this already in a sense, you know, and it's like, the thing is we do know it, but by, it's like, we need to be reminded again and again, and not just reminded, but it's like, we go out into the world and there's so many, there's messages being put into our face every single day. That it's like, it's kind of like erasing. Like we can come here, have a beautiful experience of prayer or connection or go to a kirtan or read something. And then you go outside and it's like the world's got this big eraser and they're just like ah, 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 rubbing it out of your consciousness. And you're like, what, 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 what? You know what I mean? When you see a culture that's totally antithetical to some of what we're trying to pursue and do. And so it's like, wow, I got to continue to like put myself back into the like it's like it's like uh i used to be um when i was living as a monk as a brahmachari we would we would dye our own clothes you know and so sometimes you would have to like soak your clothes by white cloth and soak it in a bucket to get the dye you know to stick and it's like the longer you let it sit you know in the bucket to really steep in the dye the longer like the greater the dye would stick you know and mm-hmm. so it wasn't just like a little exposure to the dye and that's it. You know what I mean? And so it's not like a little exposure to spiritual life or spiritual knowledge. Like you have to continuously like, and then, mm-hmm. it, and then when you would wash it, you'd go and wash it. And so much of the dye would just kind of like just go out. And actually like my friends who have white would have white cloth. They never would let me wash my clothes with them. They wouldn't, <laughs> want, they wouldn't want it because it would stain. It would bleed, you know? And so it's kind of like that. Like when we, it's like, that's what this morning podcast is for. It's like an opportunity for us to stick our head in the bucket that will get soaked up with the dye of Krishna's love of like of spiritual mm. energy. Because when we go back out into the world, it's just going to, it's just going to bleach us dry, you know what mm. I mean? And so it's, so it's, it's so easy. And it's like, we just have to, it's like, it's like charging stations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think like, even for us, for you and me, it's like, we're not going to say this amazing, new, wonderful piece of spiritual inf- information that like nobody's heard before. It's like, guess what, everybody, you're a spirit soul. Oh my God. Oh, you know, it's like, no, we know that. But it's like, how could I get enthused about that? You know, how could I remember that that's an exciting piece of information? 
Mm-hmm. You know, that that's something that I should allow to guide my decisions in life. That's mm-hmm. something that that I should allow to um, to 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 you know change the direction of my life. You know, and it's like we need to we need to remind ourselves of that. So it's like it's creating little containers, and that for us to be able to like put myself back in that bucket of dye, whether it's a tea steeping or your clothes in an orange dye mm-hmm. or whatever, or a charging or a power station. It's just like, you know, because otherwise, and, and I think that's what, even, even this past week for me, I experienced that. Mm. I experienced that this week and, and, I, and more people that I'm talking to, it's like, it's, 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 um, you know, getting to that wariness, experiencing the wariness mm-hmm. of day-to-day life. And it's just like, oh, you know what I mean? And it's like a few days, you just kind of like let yourself go for a few days and you're just like, oh, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, wow. And, and I experienced, I was sharing this also. And um, should I stop talking? I've been, I've been talking a lot. You want to keep, you want, you want to say no, something? Oh, come on, man. I feel like, I feel like my head is in the saffron dye bucket and I'm getting, <laughs> every, I'm getting that, every, that spiritual every dye in I feel my like I gotta check myself. One of the, one of our first podcasts that we did, my wife pointed out, she's like, you talk for like six minutes straight, like keep it to two after two minutes, check in, always check in after two or three minutes. So. How's everybody feeling? Let's see on Zoom. We, we, we loving what Doyle's sharing. Oh, yeah. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Hook them. Hook them. You got, you got long horns going over there, little cows coming. Everybody's feeling it. Go for it, okay. DJ. I'll finish this. I, I, I forgot what I was even... What was I saying? You, well, you, were, you were talking about... Um, oh, yeah. And so um, I was saying... Okay, how, like, you got it. <laughs> like the, the, wear, the wariness. Like the, yeah, wa- thank you, Casey. Like the wariness of, 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 of love. Oh, now my wife is saying, I'm sorry, keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> and so the, wear, the wariness that I sometimes experience, even myself, you know what I mean? It's like... Uh, like, oh my, like and, and you, and you, and you, it's, it's so easy to lose enthusiasm. Like, like, and, I, and I question myself. It's like, we're teachers. We're, we're, we're guides, et cetera. Like supposed to be leading the charge and it's like it's still hard even for us it's not like we're immune we're all fellow travelers on this journey together and i used what i shared in this group is that i used to there used to be a sense of guilt that would drive some of my practice Mm. in and sometimes that guilt can be a healthy thing kind of to motivate to be better but it used to just be like oh like i should be doing this like people are counting on me or Mm. i don't want to be a bad person or i don't want to be bad devotee or i don't want to be rejected or i just like I feel out of integrity, therefore I should. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like, oh, uh, you know what I mean? Like if somebody were to ask doing me- Doing it out of guilt and doing it out of shame. guilt or, do, or yeah. just duty, you know what I mean? Or out of duty, like I should be doing this. This is what they told me to do is to be a strong spiritual practice if I'm doing it. And what I'm starting to experience for myself specifically this week and, and over the last few in recent times in my life that I'm really appreciating is that if I fall out of alignment or integrity with my spiritual practice or I let something go, I just start to feel it personally within myself. I don't like the way that I feel. Mm. And I know the person that I am when I'm connected to my spiritual practice, when I'm connected, Mm. when I have Krishna intimately involved in my life Mm. through my chanting or through reading of sacred literature, specifically those two practices for me. And so it's becoming less of a like, oh, I need to do this or should do this, et cetera. But it's more of like, and I think we all need to get to that point. Somebody, a, 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 a spiritual mentor of mine a long time ago said, like, we can't just be chanting around or doing, you know, because our teacher told us to do so. I mean, that's where it starts. But it gets to a point where it's just like, I want this. Like, and not only, like, I need this because mm-hmm. I'm so lost without it. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. like the way I feel without it. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't like the way my mind functions without it. And mm-hmm. I know it's just a slippery slope back to a place I don't like being in my life. And so it's almost kind of like, like a healthy sense of like, a, like our friend Ruggenath says, choose your addictions carefully. It's like mm-hmm. a healthy sense of addiction of like, okay, I feel that. Whew, let me just, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Okay, wow. Whew, I feel good having that in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to have an experience of it, right? It's it's something like, you know, I'm I'm reading uh Fallen Upward right now and Richard Rohr talks about the two halves of life. Yeah. And, you know, that that it's like that first half of life is kind of it's more like the should and it's more like, oh, this is what other people are doing and oh, this is a a congregation and, you know, these are the norms and the rituals and the practices of spiritual life. So I'm applying myself to those things and it's, it's, it's being done as a uh, more as an external kind of imposition, even it's healthy, even it's actually something that's giving us structures that we can move toward our heart. We can move toward a connection spiritual. We can move toward God. And at a certain point in our practice, it's like, okay, am I, okay, what am I doing that for? Right. And that's what I'm hearing you talk about right now is like, actually, who am I doing this for? You know, is this, is this, is there some other person? Is this some still kind of like ego trip that's going on right now? Like I'm doing this because I should, and I'm doing this because I'm a good person if I do, and I'm a bad person if I don't, or am I doing it actually because I, I believe that I, I want to develop this relationship. I, I, I know there's going to be the ups and the downs of the material world. There's going to be the stormy days, the beautiful sunshiny days. But like I, I recognize that there's so there's value when I'm investing in this relationship. I see the transformation in my life. I see the way that I experience life in, in, in so much more of a fulfilling way, you know, in so much more of a connected way. I see that. I actually experience that. And that becomes a basis regardless of what's happening externally i i have that basis i have that con- that connection and that conviction in my heart and that's what i'm hearing you share right now is is um you know is is a little a, a little deeper of a of a why you know a little deeper of, of why am i doing this you know and that there that there's power behind that there's power behind the questions why am i practicing spiritual life if i'm sitting down day after day not asking that question you know i'm not actually seeing the value that i've experienced from it if i'm not actually recognizing that i'm not i'm not seeing the transformation that's taking place in my life and the difference yeah. then then it's going to be a weaker practice it's going to be a weaker experience we won't really give ourselves fully to it we'll still keep our our pleasures and our joys and our fulfillment in so many other things in our life and uh and, and really, we, we want to be in that stillness. We want to be in that silence. We want to be in that discomfort of life and, and still feel that connection, you know, like yeah. to still have, to, to feel that space of actually, wow, I'm, I'm never alone. That's what we're craving so much. And, yeah. and so I'm, I'm appreciating always you sharing and give me more insights into, into just being in my practice, you know, like. I think I, I think I do so much of spiritual life. It's so much of it is doing to get somewhere. You know, it's like it's doing to get to this goal, you know, down the road. And I'm, and I'm recognizing more and more personally where it's really like inviting all of it in to my experience of connection with divinity right now, whatever I'm experiencing, 
whether it's the darker emotions, the guilts, the shames, the, you know, feeling those depressive kind of moods, or, or it's feeling hopeful and a vision and a dream that all of it is mm. it's, it's contained within that relationship. And, yeah. and we, feel, we, we feel fulfillment and connection when we do bring it into that relationship. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I, I'm, sharing, I'm sharing a lot and, and a little, little, uh, little ethereal, ethereal, but. No, I love it. Well, however much you speak, it won't be as much as I blab. So you're, you're doing good. You're I'm trying always... to keep up. I'm trying to keep up. I'm going <laughs> to do my part, you know. We should do a word count. Brent, can you do a word count for our podcast, please? <laughs> Me and Vera to check who's, you know, make sure that we're balanced out here. Um, no, but I, um, I was thinking about how, like, like from, in my own journey of spiritual life, um, and, and also just, there's a lot of great comments and questions coming into the Insta chat board and some on the Zoom chat. We may or may not be able to get to all of them, but we can, we can note them, put them down, and, uh, and we'll, maybe we'll get to them later today or another podcast. But please keep sending in your your questions, your reflections, your thoughts on the chat boards. We appreciate receiving them. Um, but I was thinking about in my, in my own life because like I, um, you know, I was raised in a, in a Roman Catholic family in Southern California, suburbs of LA and tight knit family and my mom's extended family. And um, nobody really goes everywhere. Just kind of like my, literally, I mean, like I'm growing, all my cousins now are becoming adults and having families. And literally what everybody does, is just buy another house in the neighborhood and set up camp and just like take over like the block. You know what I mean? Like that's just what my family does, you know? So for someone like me, you know, becoming an adult at 18 to, to drop out of college and become a monk and move to another city and like not keep in touch and come for family things, it was like a, it was like a big deal. And especially like this kind of like seemingly wild, far out Eastern, you know, spiritual practice. And, but the question they would always just say, it was like, as long as you're happy you know, if it, if it makes you happy. And what, when I've, what I found so frustrating about that sometimes over my life is that sometimes I wasn't happy. And it's like, when, if I'm not happy in spiritual life to some extent or finding that, it's almost becomes, it's like, what we're doing makes no sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, I have to find, I almost have to make it a mission of mine to find some sort of deeper meaning and purpose and happiness in my spiritual life. Because if I don't, and it's not that like, you gotta be happy all the time because there is purpose in the, in the challenge. Like, like Viktor Frankl wrote that, 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 that best-selling book, Man's Search for Meaning, and that it's purpose sometimes. It's not just pleasure and enjoyment, but it's purpose sometimes. And so, but if that purpose is just, I was told to do this, as opposed to like, I feel a sense of connection through this, it's going to be very difficult to sustain in the long run. You know, like the grit, like the grit runs out at some point and it has to translate to actually feeling a deep sense of personal fulfillment and happiness in my own life. And that I'm doing this for myself, you know, I'm doing this for myself because I'm genuinely seeing something that's, I'm seeing results, you know? And so it's, 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 I think it's, 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 it's almost like a, it's like a gut check for me sometimes when I get in those moments, it's like, oh, I'm just on, I'm on a spiritual autopilot, mm. you know, and life will knock me upside the head eventually if I cruise too long on a spiritual autopilot, because that's not, that's not, a, that's not a, that's not a substance. That's not, a, that's not going to stay because especially living in New York city, you know, so I've been in, I've been in, I've been in, 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 in phases, periods of, of, of time or, you know, where it's, um, 
you know, you wake up in the morning, roll out of bed, skip breakfast, run outside the house, get on the subway, you know, you're chanting some japa and doing some practice on the subway, just, you know, when there's other things going on, you're not focused and you go and you're working all day doing this and that, do the same thing on the way home, get home super late because it's New York City, you don't get home till nine or 10 o'clock. Then maybe you eat something and then go to bed and do it the next day. And it's like, you do that enough times. Yeah, you're naturally going to ask like, you know, why am I doing this? Why am I squeezing in this there and there? Because this isn't, this isn't spiritual life that I want to be leading. And so it's like, how can I like, when I, when that's happening, it's like, okay, pause, pause. Like, let me, let me see, what does it look like to have a fulfilling, nourishing spiritual practice that's going to actually like feed my soul in a way that's like, oh, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm. this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, and if I'm not, and if I don't know where that is, reach out to somebody else, be like, Hey, I need a nourishing spiritual experience. Are you, where are you finding yours these days? You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think that that becomes a responsibility in spiritual life because if I'm not, if I'm not experiencing a sense of happiness and purpose, it'll be very difficult to sustain long-term. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, DJ. Yeah, coming back to the meaning, coming back to not just moving through life, um, yeah, actually ignoring, ignoring what's being, what, what, what the heart is calling for, what it's totally. yearning for, you know? Yeah. And it's easy to get into that cycle of external validation. It's easy to place that outside of ourselves, where we get our validation and our sense of security and fulfillment and connection. It's just external. You know, and we're we're actually missing the connection with the, our soul and God. We're missing that connection in a, in a real way, totally. in a tangible way that we can um, we can start to build upon. And I love uh, so uh, so now Gore. She's asking a question, which is you know the the practical element when we're talking about spiritual life. So many people are tuning in. I see you know so many new names kind of swipe mm-hmm. by and. And, um, and on Instagram and people want to know, like, what, what are we talking about specifically? Mm-hmm. What is spiritual life? Cause we're, we're talking about the philosophy of spiritual life and that, you know, the belief and the premise that when we connect mm-hmm. to God, that that's the fulfillment that we're really seeking. Like that is, that is the goal of our life is to reconnect with God. And we're saying that all the fulfillment, joy, love, happiness comes from that connection. And so how do we connect? What, what's, a, what's the practical way? And she's asking, so how does chanting help create a personal relationship with divine energy? Is it based on what we think when we chant? As you're asking, uh, why does anyone do this, right? Because I was told and, to. Right, because you're, you're told to. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and I remember also, I remember you know, growing up in, in a family of, of yogis, of bhakti yogis and practitioners. And I remember being told to chant. I remember that as well. And I remember when I was 20 years old, you know, really kind of asking myself that question, why? I asked myself, why do I chant? You know, what is it about this process and this practice that I've seen my parents doing for the last 20 years of my life? And, and just in a, in, a, in a very kind of like a brief like nutshell is that the, the Vedas, they reveal that in this age that we're in right now, that the way, the easiest method, the easiest way that we can connect with, with God, with divinity, is through chanting of God's names. And there are unlimited names. There's so many names, so many different forms like that throughout time. But in, in that sincere mood of calling out that it said that the name of the divine and the divine are non-different. 
all the qualities of the divine, all the personal relationship that we're seeking, all the, the universal energetic aspect, the, the knowledge, the wisdom, all the qualities that we're seeking, all the divine qualities that they're contained within the name. And when we approach the names of the divine with that mood, that sincere mood of wanting to reconnect, wanting to feel that grace, wanting to, to be in that rapture, that it begins to awaken. It becomes a very real life experience and connection. As we bring that energy forward, as we bring that sincerity forward, then God, Krishna, the divine is coming and walking rapidly toward us, is rewarding and reciprocating accordingly. And so why do we, we chant? Is we chant because this is a, a method, a method of reconnecting. And, um, and why do we want to reconnect? Because we're like a little spark. We're like a little spark that's fallen outside of the, the beautiful fire of spiritual life, the beautiful fire of that rapturous connection with the divine. And when we chant and when we pray, we get back in that fire. We reignite that fire, we reconnect, we illuminate ourselves and we begin to actually experience mm. the nature of our soul. So mm. that's, uh, that's just a little for so now, I, I, I hope that was helpful. And that, um, that yes, the, the mood is like a child, like a little baby. Vera is starting to talk more and more. And I'm like, ah, I'm like, that's data. He said, he said data. That's his first word, you know, and no one's ever called me data, you know, but like, so, you know, he's just, he's just figuring it out and, you know, and he's, he's calling out, right. He's calling out, he's calling out in the same way, you know, that we can as, as little children, as little children of the divine, that we call out with sincerity to connect. Like that is the essence I want to reconnect. I believe that I am a spirit soul. I believe that intrinsically my nature is illuminated, is compassionate, is full of love and grace, that I have that eternal connection. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm seeking. We believe that like little, cho like little children. I see all of our Zoomers right now, y'all little bunch of babies, Pat Dunphy, look like a little baby on there. Everyone's holding their mugs and cozying up on their couches. When we call out with that mood, that sincere mood, then we, we begin to experience that connection. So, mm. so beautiful, Vera. Somebody somebody wrote in that that sense on the on the chat board. It says, "I feel low when I tell Paramatma, the Lord in the heart, I'll be right back." <laughs> so it's kind of like we put this, we put these "be right back." You know what I mean? Like you go to like a reception or a store, and it's like "be right back." Went somewhere, and it's like "be right back." Went to search for went went to search for enjoyment elsewhere. You know, yeah. Yeah. put that sign up there, and I think it's it's. It's reclaiming. We, have, we all have a spiritual responsibility to reclaim our relationship with the divine, mm -hmm. reclaim that personal relationship. And that's, I think that's the spiritual journey. And I think that's what you're talking about. When we sit down to chant, it's, it's, it's I'm, I'm, I'm reclaiming that relationship. And um, mm. so anyways, I love you, Vera. I love all you love guys. You Thank you so, so much all for tuning in. We're here every day. We love to hear from you. Please write to us. If you have any questions, comments, reflections at Prayer Revolution at buckycenter.org or um, and or check out buckycenter.org slash online to catch our zoom link where you can join us on zoom every day you can also check recordings of previous podcasts as well as the other podcasts that we offer at the bucky center as well as all our other offerings online that we try to offer to keep you nourished and engaged during this time we love you we'll see you tomorrow and that's a wrap Love you, bro. So grateful to be with you guys this morning. Have a beautiful, empowered, prayer-filled day. Bring those spiritual intentions from the moment right now. What is your intention from getting off your couch to your next activity? 
keep that intention there, keep it alive, bring it into every moment of your life. You guys are inspirations. Thank you. Thank you.